DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake that ass up. The Breakfast Club is on. Right. Yeah. I have to live life. I'm talking to the Breakfast Club this morning. Okay, okay, okay. I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me. In return, I'm always going to be good to you. For a lot of people in the hip-hop generation, the Breakfast Club is where people get their information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. Good morning, Angela Yee. All right, here. She's in Detroit. No, I thought she was there. All right, what up, Charlemagne? Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. We out here. What's happening? Nasty ass day it is uh, in the tri-state area. You know, like I said, our headquarters is New York. Mm-hmm. You know, it's disgusting right now. Absolutely. Rain. Well, today's going to be a nice day, though, for, uh, of Ooh. course, all the HBCUs, because, of course, there is no homecoming, but we're doing something very special Shut all up. day long for all the HBCUs. <laughs> what? It's going to be a nice day, but there's no homecoming. That's <laughs> right. Nah, but we're doing it online. We're doing something special for all the HBCUs. <sighs> we're doing a, a band battle, which is going to be pretty dope. I'm kicking it with a bunch of artists, Little Baby, Big Sean, Khalid's performing. That's okay. going to be pretty dope. I like how you're selling it, but all right. it's not the same. Guy <laughs> is doing uh, a bunch of panels with... Uh, I don't even know who's on these panels, but I know her is on a panel, I believe. Her is in gear? No, her. The artist, her. Okay. The artist, right. her. Uh, La is going to be on that. La La Anthony, La Lizzy. That's family right there. Yeah, so there's a lot of things going on today, so I'm excited about that. Ain't so, nothing going on. Yes, it is. That's a lot, man. It's a lot going online. <laughs> well, I mean, what can Ain't you do? Ain't nothing going on today. No, well, the, what is going on online? The COVID cases are rising, so we need to sit our ass down and watch uh, online. Well, if we'd have sat our ass down earlier, if we'd have sat our ass down earlier, we, the COVID cases probably wouldn't be rising. Hate to be negative Nancy here. I'm yeah, just you saying, ain't no I'm negative sick. Nancy. Of the You're viral sick. stuff. I'm sick of the Zooms. I'm sick of everything being virtual. Like, I don't know. We got to figure something else out. You sick? You not feeling good? I feel great. Um, we just got to figure something else out. Just checking. That's all I'm saying. All That's right. all I'm simply saying. All we got to right. figure something else out. We're going into, you know, it's November now. Mm-hmm. The holiday season. In January. We got to figure something else out. We can't continue to live like and this. And you know, too, what people don't don't necessarily think about is, is unemployment is, what, six months? Mm-hmm. They give you six months unemployment. Uh, they gave us uh, two stimulus checks or one stimulus check? One. One they stimulus check. None. That ain't give me nothing. Me neither. <laughs> but um, so now it's up. The six months is up. So now, yeah, yeah. you know, this is the, the the time where people are not getting help, mm-hmm. and this is the time where it's gonna be the roughest and, and the toughest. And holiday season. And the holiday season is right around the corner. And the wolves gonna corner. come out. Wolves gonna come out with them guns and start running down on people. So this is the time where we really gotta help each other and make sure that we're okay and make sure that you know we do what we have to do to. To help your your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your neighbor, because it's gonna get nasty. Well, that's why we're doing change for change on November nineteenth, and that's why we're doing change for change and, and November nineteenth. Usually, we, we ask for money, money mm-hmm. and we give it to a charity, but this year it's been so crazy. We're actually gonna give you guys money. Yes, I was reading some of the emails that came in, and, and one lady was like, you know, every year that y'all did change the change, mm-hmm. I donated. I wanted to help people, but. It's crazy because this year I actually need help. Well, write her name down. She good. Yeah, we got her name. You got, got her, her name? name. Mm-hmm. She good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw you something. Mm-hmm. We're we gonna throw you something. We're gonna throw a lot of people something. So if you want more information, you can hit up the website power1051fm.com. Right? That's it, Dramos? 
I, I don't know. You don't know, John. You're supposed to know that. You don't know either. Yeah, I think it is power1051fm.com. We should have a breakfastclub.com after all these years. We definitely should. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it makes I mean, sense. Other, other nationally syndicated morning shows do, but you know. Yeah, but anyway. We the little engine that could. So you just. <laughs> just sometimes still get treated like a little engine. <laughs> so you just okay. click the link and then uh, you just, you know, just tell us your story, what you need, what's going on, and, and we'll try to. Make sure we got you, all right? But just, just do us a favor. Don't hit us in the DM because we don't check the DM. So if you hit us in the DM with your stories, we won't mm-hmm. see it. But you have to hit up the email or breakfastclubam at gmail.com. Hit up those two uh, places, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be sending you some money, guys. And guess what? Andrew Yang is joining us this morning. Yang gang! My guy, Andrew Yang. I like that guy a lot. Yeah, Andrew Yang will be joining us. We'll talk to Andrew Yang. Let's get the show cracking. Yeah, you with us yet? Nope. Yeah? Nope. Mm-mm. Front nope. page news. I'm sure she's gonna be talking about Donald Trump. I know. I just have a feeling and some COVID stuff. So we'll discuss. We'll get her on the line. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That we are the Breakfast you know, Club. Some records. Um, I actually love to hear on the radio. That's one of them. Pop smoke. Yeah, yeah. That's one of them ones. If you turn the radio on and that record come on, I, I like it. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's the number one record in the country this week. It is urban. Yep. Okay. Congratulations. I hate to... that word urban. We ain't get rid of that word yet. What, what word you want to use? I don't know. Black. Okay. Number one. Black music. That's right. All right. All right, well, let's get in some front page news. I think we got ye. Yes, I'm here. All right. Yep. All right. Well, let's figure out what's going on with this presidential election. Now, as you know, Donald Trump is not conceding, and he's spreading all kinds of false information on social media about election fraud. In the meantime, Joe Biden has his transition team together, and that team includes former chief of staff and a senior advisor uh, for Elizabeth Warren and for Bernie Sanders. And they are the people who are laying the groundwork for Joe Biden's new administration. In addition, attorney Ben Crump says he's been having these conversations already, and he's talking with Joe Biden's team about criminal justice reform. Listen to this. I actually uh, talked with a lot of the transition, as well as Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, about the fact we need to prevent some of these hashtags that we saw happen in 2020, like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery. President-elect Biden has said one of his first things he's going to do is criminal justice reform. Has he brought you in at the table to try to figure out what needs to be done? He has. We're talking about that now, the things we're going to do in the first 100 days to address criminal justice as well as policing in America. Well, if they get control of the Senate, you know, uh, because of those races in Atlanta, they'll be able to pass that George Floyd Policing Act. So that's 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 a first step. Right, and we are watching that uh, race in Georgia right now because Dan Sullivan won re-election in Alaska yesterday, so the Republicans are within one seat of maintaining their majority in the U.S. Senate. But if Democrats do manage to take those two Georgia seats, then it would be tied 50-50. Mm-hmm. And if Kamala Harris will be the t- Kamala, oh, mm-hmm. be the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Madam Vice President there you go. Kamala Harris will be the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The MVP. And the Democrats do have two more years of controlling the House, but they do have a razor-thin majority, potentially. And so the party did nail down at least 218 seats right now. All right, so it's not over, guys, and we will keep you updated on what's going on. I'm seeing all these foreign officials haven't been... I mean, just, you know, this whole election, everything. It's It's not over. over. He he hasn't accepted it. I mean, we're still waiting to find out about the Senate. Is what I'm saying. We still oh, have things that we're waiting to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that election is in January, but as far as the presidential election, it's right. over. Yeah. Like, I don't care. It's just like it's like when you break up with a man, and he can't accept it's over, or you break up with a woman, and she can't accept it's over. It's over. Locks have changed. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so we can't get back in. <laughs> They've moved on. It's a wrap. All right, let it go. All right.
Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. How you doing? This Nod. Hey, Nod. Nod? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, bro. You said Nod? Hey, Nod. Yeah, Lenard. Lenard. My name is Lenard. I'm a Nod. I know that. That's what we be doing. What okay. y'all be doing? <laughs> okay. I just wanted to talk about child support. You know, I'm I'm hurting out here. This, this child support killing me. Well, you know? this Lenard don't have those problems. <laughs> I know, because you got it like that, man. You rich. No, I'm married with a beautiful wife and three kids. And... Look, look, I, I'm so poor out here, I can't even afford a girlfriend, man. You know, I've been sleeping in my car six years, man. I'm going to be honest with you. you. You don't deserve a girlfriend. I, that's what I'm, I, and I'm okay with that, because okay. I can't afford one. I can't <laughs> treat them how they're supposed to be. Yeah, you know, Wait, you said you've been... Argue with you on that. You said you've been sleeping in your car for six years? He's lying. He just know we're giving away that money for change no. for change. No. Hey, I ain't even calling for no money, because, I mean, it's, it's my situation. Well, let me put, put, my, my, let me put mine back in my pocket, then. <laughs> put mine right back in my pocket. And, and I ain't even... I ain't even mad at you, bro. You know, it's my situation, and it is what it is, you know. I just wanted to, you know, let everybody know. It's hard out here for these men with this child support. Like, they took the stimulus check. I ain't getting nothing, bro. How old are your kids, King? How old are your kids? The two that I'm paying child support is seven and eight. And what kind, of car, what kind of car you been living out of? I just I just got a brand new car because I'm oh, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> boy, you, boy, you... <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Yeah, see how I'm talking about? I just got a brand, I just got brand, a brand new, new car. car. But this he's doing so bad. I've been living in my car. I've been living in my car for six years. But I just got a brand new one. <laughs> Hello, I tell this? you, boy. <laughs> Lenard. Them damn oh, Lenards now. Hey. Good morning, guys. Peace and blessing. Good day. Angela Yee, how you doing today? Who this? Good morning. How are you? Sean Stone. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm doing great. Who this? Angela. I'm blessed. Yeah. Man, you don't gotta worry about who this. You know my voice, boy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's spicy you that, this morning. You that, you that guy that Trav, you that guy Trav traumatized that time when y'all battled in a rap battle. Yeah, I know you. Can I ask you a question? Nope. Uh, Charlamagne. No. You, you can't ask me a question. No, you can't. Why do you, why do you always have to bring up Trav's name whenever I call the radio station, bro? I told you you can't ask me a question, so I'm not answering. I have no problem with Trav. You know what I mean? No problem at all. And DJ Envy over there laughing it up. Oh, it's funny. Uh, party girls. It's all good. Because he ate you, boy. Girls. Did he eat you, boy? <laughs> he Trav ate you got in your ass. ass. Hey. Trav got in your ass. Trav can say he hit because he got in your ass. You Trav bottom. You Trav bottom. You Trav bottom, bro. Angela Yee, I just want to thank you for posting me on your story, man. Thank you for showing uh, sanitation workers love, you know what I mean? Angela Yee loves bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, bottom appreciation day for Angela Yee. Charlamagne, Charlamagne. You can't talk to me. What's up? Why not, bro? Because I'm the underdog, huh? I nope. can't talk to you because I don't have millions of dollars, bro? Nope. Can't you can't have a conversation? Nope. It has nothing to do with that. Traffic got millions of dollars. With the fact that you lost hey, yo. the rap battle. So who cares? Me. Who cares? <laughs> That's who. Yo, yo, go ahead and bless my cash app, man. I heard you guys giving away money. <laughs> 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 All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, DJ Envy, Angelie, from the guy. What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yes, I would like, I would like to sing for you guys this morning. Uh, I called last time and I did sing uh, some Afro music. Okay. All right, go. Let's do it. All right. If only you I see. Too many girls around, but it can't compare to you. Uh, girl, you are the one for me. Man. Don't you should know I ain't going nowhere. Bro, I've been looking for uh, you, bro. You the guy that goes 41, 42, 43, 44. That's you, right? No, I'm Kilo the artist. I'm originally from Africa, Congo. Okay. So take me out. All right, brother. Have a good one. Blessings. Thank you. I thought it was, too, though, when he first started off. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Come Teresa. On, get it off your chest. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening? Um, so I just wanted to get a little bit of something off my chest this morning. I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan. Okay. What up, though? Um, so, um, this morning I went into work and, you know, I started my regular day. Um, I work at a plant and, uh, uh, I noticed that my team captain wasn't here. She was here yesterday and she didn't turn into work today. Um, so after an hour into work, uh, one of my coworkers came up to me and told me that, she wasn't there because she tested positive for COVID. Wow. I'm like, uh, well, why didn't anybody tell us? And if this this is our team captain, we work closely, very closely with her every mm -mm. single day, um, which means that we're exposed. We were exposed. Um, why didn't anybody tell us? And then, you know, they should have told us when we came in so that we could Absolutely. even go get tested as well. So I just left my job um, um, attempt and uh, I just left so I could get um, tested, and I'm not sure if I even have a job now, but I am steaming because I have a two-year-old and a 10-month-old at home, and I literally just talked out this morning that I've been exposed to COVID. Damn. And, and, and I didn't find out through management. I found out through a coworker. And, I, of course, I uh, approached my management and said, you know, hey, why, why aren't you guys why didn't you guys tell us that we've been exposed? And they told us that uh, if we hadn't spent more, 15 minutes or more with her or have been within six feet from her, then they didn't have to tell us. But I'm like, this is our team lead. We work very closely with her every day. Of course I spent more than 15 minutes with her. You know, right. so. Yeah. You've been uh, exposed. You have family members that you're concerned about. That's not fair yeah. to you, your family. Absolutely. And unfortunately, I lost my father-in-law uh, earlier in April to it. So I'm I'm terrified right now. Absolutely. I'm literally shaking, driving around. Well, the first, I have to look for urgent care to test this morning. Yeah, the first thing you should do is go get a test. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, and after you get that test, I would still, you know, take the time to quarantine for a few days. Absolutely. But unfortunately, like, I'm a temp, so I have to, if I'm if I test negative for it, you know, I have to go back to work. Wow. If I still have a job at this moment, I'm not sure if I do because I did immediately leave because I was so frustrated. Like I said, I have two small kids at home. I cannot take those chances, you know? So, right. yeah. Like Charlamagne said, the first thing you do, go take your test, make sure that you, you are okay, and, and you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you don't want to affect your family, and I get it. I would be scared and nervous as well. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to go through and I this. Would 
And I would definitely call and email my job just to let them know. I know you're attempting right now just to let them know the situation that you left to go get tested, that you've been exposed to COVID, and you do have family members to take care of. And and send an email. Yes. Send an email so it, it, it's, you know, it's it's written. It's a document. It's You can always follow it. I wonder how liable these companies are Thanks, when, they, when they expose you to COVID. That's never, you can sue them it's for negligence. negligence. Yeah, right. It is, right? supposed to that information they're putting you at risk. Absolutely. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, I was telling you earlier, we're doing it for the HBCUs. Of course, homecoming is canceled, but we're going to bring it to life this morning. It starts off at 7 a.m. Pepsi and iHeart are doing a, an incredible HBCU marching band a virtual experience. So it features my school, Hampton University, North Carolina A&T, Prairie View A&M, and Florida A&M. And uh, Charlemagne and Megan Thee Stallion will be uh, hosting that, right? Yeah. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all keep disrespecting South Carolina State. Man, I be hearing all these mention of HBCUs, even on 2 Chain song with Lil Wayne. He's shouting out all these HBCUs. He ain't shout out South Carolina State. Drop on the clues box with my mama, alma mater, South Carolina State, okay? But yes, me and Megan Thee Stallion um, will be introducing some of these incredible HBCU marching bands um, at 7 a.m. this morning. That's right, all right? And then uh, all morning, Lord, I'm going to be doing, I would say, the homecoming mix. So I'm going to put you back into the feeling where you're back on that, y'all, back in school. So just keep it locked. We got one coming up in a little bit. Now we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, and let's talk about all these guys who are joining OnlyFans now. How much would you pay? All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That's a Negro spiritual right yes, there. Yes, it is. Drop on the clues bonds for juvenile, damn it. Yes, it is. I heard a few Negro spirituals in that mix you played just mm-hmm. now. You know, we getting, getting it right for the HBCU homecoming. We celebrating all day long. So all morning long, I'll be doing little mini mixes just to put you back to the yard, put you back onto that campus. Act like we, you know, the world is is normal. I guess. Yes, and at 7 a.m., uh, I'll be presenting four incredible HBCU marching bands. Hampton University. Oh. They say it's the real HU. I don't know if that's true or not. It is. Um, because the, you know, I would assume the real HU has the first Madam Vice President, but that's neither here nor there. North Carolina A and T, Prairie View A and M, and Florida A and M, and uh, I'll be doing that along with Megan Thee Stallion at 7 a.m. So you got like five minutes to get okay. ready. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Chris Brown. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. And before we get into that, I also am hosting a panel for HBCU Homecoming, and that is with Ulta Beauty and iHeartRadio. So you guys can check that out today at 3 o'clock. The panel will include Lala Anthony, Grammy Award-winning artist Her, and CEO and founder of Creole Essence, Eve Carmon Perus. So there will also be an acoustic performance from Her, and somebody's winning. Somebody is winning that virtual meet-and-greet with Her, a $500 Ulta Beauty gift card, and you get to donate a scholarship to the HBCU of your choice. So you guys make sure you post your look uh, on social media and make sure you go ahead and tag Ulta Beauty. Make sure you tag iHeartRadio. Hashtag my HBCU look. Mm-hmm. It's a big day today, guys. That's right. All right, now let's talk about OnlyFans. Apparently Mario has joined OnlyFans and he posted a picture of himself. He said, subscribe to my OnlyFans to hear my cat story and to see other exclusive content. Oh, now, we had a conversation. Whack, he should have, you should let me love you in his bio on OnlyFans. <laughs> that should be his bio for everything, by the way. <laughs> you should let me love you. Well, not the pretty mouth magic? Huh? He has a new album. 
There's a song that he has. It's, it's a not, new one, it's his not, album. It's not classic -y. You should let me love you as classic. <laughs> well, he, he was on lip service, and he had a whole discussion. We kind of felt like he was about to start an OnlyFans. What would y'all be willing to pay for OnlyFans? I'm just Well, kidding. what are you like, willing to show? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I can't say that right now. I'm in a relationship. And I'm are you going to be tied <laughs> up, getting slapped? I'm on I it. I am loving it. <laughs> $29.99. Do y'all have OnlyFans? Or do y'all? Stephanie does. Stephanie has one. Are you single? <laughs> I'm single, but I'm not dating. No, you better be. So what if you meet somebody, like, are you off top telling them, like, look? When I started my OnlyFans, I was in, um, I was in a relationship. He made a big deal about it. Well, you know, it is what it is. And people are making tons of money. Mm -hmm. So Chris Brown, by the way, launched an OnlyFans as well. And so his people are going crazy over that. And, uh, yeah, his went really, really crazy. His OnlyFans page uh, was quickly circulating on social media already. And I don't know if you guys have been watching Tiger's OnlyFans page, have you? No, I, I, haven't, been, <laughs> I, I haven't watched Tiger's OnlyFans. What about you, Charlamagne? No, I don't even know how to get the OnlyFans. I know one thing, you're going to start seeing a lot of R.M. Penis on OnlyFans soon if these shows don't come back. <laughs> you start it's going to be a now. lot of R.M. Penis on there if these shows don't come back soon. So, Dramas, you they said got... you, you seen Tiger's? What, no, what? I did not say oh. that. I did not say that. Hmm. Right. Well, I think y'all should Google it. There's a lot of uh, interesting video footage on there. I'm good. Just a FYI. Mm -mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, Cardi B, her Cash Reebok collab is you, launching you, tomorrow. On. You can't say that, Charlamagne. You cannot say that. You can't say that? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I hate this guy. I can't say, say that? that? No, you can't say that, man. Wow. All right. Cardi B's Reebok collaboration is launching tomorrow, Friday the 13th. And if you see the packaging, because she's posted this on her Instagram page of herself receiving what the people who are getting the VIP uh, Reebok drop is getting. You'll see it's uh, pretty It's pretty awesome. She opens it. It's like her mouth and then a tongue rolls out and the sneakers are inside the box. That sounds like it should be sold on OnlyFans. <laughs> All right, well, that's their first ever footwear collection with Cardi B, so get ready for that. Now, if you want to buy these, there's two different silhouettes. There's the Club C Cardi, which is $100, and the Cardi Coated Club C Double. That's $80. It'll be women's and children's footwear, so it's juniors and infant footwear so, as well. And there is a red one. Yes, Charlamagne? But they're not unisex. No. And, okay. you know, there was an issue uh, just recently with her Reebok campaign I guess she did this uh, cover of Footwear News and she's posing as the Hindu goddess Durga. And she did apologize for that picture because there was some backlash from it. She said, when I did the Reebok shoe, uh, the creator was telling me that I was going to represent a goddess that represents strength, femininity, and liberation. And that's something I love. But if people think I'm offending their culture or religion, I want to say I'm sorry. That was not my intent. I do not like disrespecting anyone's religion. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, now we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Yes, we are going to talk about what's happening now with Donald Trump and President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Donald Trump is refusing to give them these daily briefings. That has been uh, what he's supposed to do with the transition team. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Cops are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Brought to you by NHTSA. Hey, yo. Look alive, guys. Morning, everybody. It's We're DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Now let's get in some front page news.
Are we doing uh, HBCU marching band? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, if, yeah. you, if you don't know this morning uh, at 7 a.m. Can uh, I say it? Go ahead. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead. This guy here, man. Listen, right now, 7 a.m., I all said right? that already. I said I that I will part. be introducing four <laughs> incredible HBCU marching bands, okay, in a never-before-seen virtual experience, all right? It's Pepsi. It's iHeartRadio. It's a school called Hampton University. They have some very bright people that come from Hampton, and then there's DJ Envy. Mm-hmm. You have North Carolina A&T. <laughs> you have Prairie View A&M and Florida A&M, and it's all premiering on the iHeartRadio Facebook page and YouTube right now. It's myself and a lovely queen named Megan. And the stallion. So go check it out right now. We have a snippet to play. Okay. It's homecoming season 2020, Sexy but we voice. can't be storming the Horrible fields, voice. hitting Sexy the bleachers, or oh. swag surfing on campus mm. like a family this year, okay? Mm. So this year, we're doing it different. Mm. Pepsi and iHeart are coming together to bring you a never-before-seen mm. collab with the biggest HBCU rivals out there. Mm. Uniting for the first time, the marching bands from Florida A&M University, mm. Prairie View A&M University, mm. North Carolina A&T University, mm. and Hampton University. Yeah, say the best for last. Are you ready? Yes! iHeartRadio presents the Pepsi HBCU marching band experience. Needed more Megan in the snippet. Should have put some Megan in the snippet. Yeah, I don't know that. Should have put some Megan in the style in the snippet. Even oh, though that, whoever that, that guy, his voice horrible. is incredible. It sounded like you recorded on the toilet. Yeah, though. definitely. That reverb. Sound like you did it on your little well, phone. That's, <laughs> that's iHeartRadio's equipment. Your little flip phone. No, nope, that's, like that's iHeartRadio's mm-hmm. equipment. Maybe we need to get the quarterly revenue up. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. All right? That's iHeartRadio's equipment. That's what they sent me. Oh, that's, what, that's what's at the house. Jeez. All, all right. right. All right. Well, let's get okay. some front page news now. <laughs> Where do we go after that, Yee? Well, the U.S. has reported more than 144,000 cases of coronavirus yesterday. That's the highest single-day total since the pandemic has started. And so now we are reported at over 10 million cases of coronavirus, including at least 241,000 deaths so far. All right. Now, in addition to that, you know, there's a black market to get these uh, negative coronavirus tests for people who want to travel. That's so stupid, by the way. I mean, because think <laughs> about it, because you're being so selfish when you do that. Like you're getting a negative test and you're potentially spreading it. And then you wonder why we going to still, mm-hmm. you know, be in the position that we're in in this country. That's just dumb. They actually arrested seven people in France just last week for selling these doctored coronavirus tests at the mm-hmm. airport, and they were charging up to $360 for these fake tests. That's they crazy. should give them fake 25 years. They should lock them up and tell them they got 25 <laughs> years in jail, <laughs> and they only got to do, like, you know, a 14-day quarantine, but you tell them that they got 25 years since they want to, you know, participate in something so stupid. All right. Now, uh, Oklahoma Republican Senator James Langford says that he will intervene if the Trump administration will not allow President-elect Joe Biden access to presidential daily intelligence briefings by the end of the week. That is one of the first rights of a presidential candidate after he wins the election, he or she wins the election. Uh, He said there is no loss from him getting the briefings and to be able to do that. Uh, And this needs to occur so that regardless of the outcome of the election, whichever way that it goes, people can be ready for that actual task. What does he mean intervene? He's going to pull up to the White House with a pistol and demand that um, (laughs) the transition happen? What does he mean intervene? He's going to pull up. Who is he? Well, um, he sits on the Senate Oversight Committee. Okay. So Uh he's already started engaging on that issue. I don't know what that is. Well, I guess they can all discuss these things and he's uh, part of the committee that can actually study what's happening and you know, make advice. And he's a Republican. So that's interesting, too. We know what's happening. It's called a coup. 
<laughs> That's what this is right now. Uh, the, the potential to be one, rather. Might be one. We might yeah, actually be in one. And I see that different world leaders have been trying to send their congratulations and contact Joe Biden. They've had to do that directly. There's a, a, a bunch of uh, information sitting at the White House that they are not passing on to Joe Biden. And word is that uh, Donald Trump's administration is telling people not to engage. And if anybody goes against that, who knows? I wonder what, at, at what point do you change your phone number when you become president-elect? Because, you know, whenever you hit a big lick, you know what I'm saying, you might change your number just because mm -hmm. people harassing you. At what point, when you're Joe Biden or uh, uh, Senator Kamala Harris, do you change your phone number? I think number? when he was running, he probably changed his number. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't call me directly. You got you to gotta call my people. Oh, I don't, All right. And I judges, right now, <laughs> judges right now are MVP, saying though. that... There is no credible evidence of widespread voter fraud in this election, as Donald Trump and uh, his people are trying to say. So in the meantime, they said Joe Biden can continue to be able to function and say, I'm the president-elect. And, you know, <laughs> Donald Trump can say, not so fast. I've got questions to answer. Great. Go ask them. Oh, so. stop. It's over, guy. Like, yo, you got to know when it's over. Nope. Have you ever been in a relationship where you didn't know it was over? Whether it's a job or an individual. Like, did you not know when it was over? It's over. Stop holding yes, on. Yes, election experts are saying but, that the but, margin say, of victory is too wide but, for the court to even to even try to dispute it. I, I, I'm sure we both were in relationships where our wives was like it was over. We kept fighting, and it worked for us. No, I've never been there, sir. No. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, <laughs> Don't, maybe, maybe just maybe just me. If you have a confession, <laughs> oh, hey, tell us. Maybe just me. Casey Crew Podcast, <laughs> go. Maybe just me. I fought and fought and fought, and I got back in. That's all I'm saying. My wife did break right, up with me. Right. Yeah. But not when she was my wife, though. We, I mean, we've been together 22 years. Yeah, but you know what I mean? You fought. You had to fight to get back. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is your front page news. Got depressing real quick. <laughs> nah, it was a rough time. It was a rough time. But you got back. That's, that's not a good feeling. Yeah, no, not at all. That's, you suicidal. Your voice gets really high when it gets yeah. controversial. Mm -hmm. It's not controversial. It's just it's like depressing. It's not a good feeling. It's no, just, no. It brings back old traumas. It was a bad time. That's a trigger. Life, yeah, you know, you got to fight and fight. That was envy. That's who I was talking to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Both just, eyes are watering right now. Yeah. That's a traumatizing it time. It is a traumatizing, man. When your woman tell you it's over. And she don't want nothing oh, to do with you. And oh, stop like, it. She act like she just won the presidency and she changed her phone stop number. It. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell you where she lived for a whole year. It's a very traumatic time. I've been there. Yeah. That was 2000. Let me see what year was that. All oh, right. Oh, oh, four, Let's maybe. not go back. It was 04. All right. Oh, shake All it right. off. <laughs> All right. Andrew Yang's coming in. All right. Andrew Yang is coming in. We're going to talk to Andrew Yang when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now. Yep. Andrew Yang. Yang Gang's in the building. Hey, guys. It's great to be here. Holy cow. What a week. How's it's it going? Been, it's been a great week. I got I got a lot of questions for you, Yang. Um, first of all, are you taking a position in Biden's cabinet? Or are you going to run for mayor in New York? Which one? Well, well, have you spoke to Biden since he got elected? That's the first thing. I have not spoken to Joe. Uh, I traded texts with Kamala and Doug. You know, it, it's a great question, Charlemagne, and we're looking at joining the administration. But to be honest, like right now, they have so many things they're balancing uh, that I haven't had to sit down with anyone. Uh, and as you know, I'm heading to Georgia. Like uh, the, the mission right now is less about me and more about can we have a Senate that will work with Joe and not have Mitch McConnell just blocking everything in sight. Um, so my future is going to unfold, hopefully, 
uh, you know, the next number of weeks. But first things first is Georgia. Break down what's going on in Georgia because a lot of people are saying, what do you mean what's going on in Georgia? So explain what's going on in Georgia. They even wanted us to breakfast club to go out in Georgia. We going. And, and broadcast we're co- out there. We're going. I'm in. You're going? That is awesome because yes. I'm going too. We can party that down there. So what's going on in Georgia? You probably saw that Georgia was tightly contested. It looks like it's going to flip to Joe. Uh, but now there are two Senate races that are going to runoffs, and they're both the same day on January 5th. So if they both go to Democrats, it would be 50-50 in the Senate, and Kamala becomes the tie-breaking vote. So mm-hmm. it's essentially Democratic majority Senate. If the, they go to Republicans, then you're looking at Mitch McConnell saying no, no, no to everything for the next four years, essentially. So there is a massive freaking opportunity and frankly penalty (laughs) like one or the other it's either an opportunity or penalty depending upon whether we win these races uh so i'm gonna head there i'm moving the family down there next week uh and just going to do everything i can to move the needle for the two candidates john ossoff and reverend Raphael warnock and i gotta say their opponents are not great (laughs) like one of them is Kelly Leffler, who was one of the senators who was accused of insider trading on coronavirus intel, you know, when they like found out how bad it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also is an owner of the WNBA team down there that was against the Black Lives Matter messaging in the WNBA court. Yes. So the, the players were like, sell the team. So so that that's who we're up against. So question, you know, I keep hearing them saying that the Democrats rigged the election. If they rigged the election, why didn't they rig the Senate in the House seats too? Just make it a clean sweep. It's because they didn't rig shit, frankly. <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, uh, you, you literally have freaking Republican secretaries of state in places like Pennsylvania being like, we're just w- counting the votes like anyone else. Uh, and and then you have other Republicans. The same thing is going down in Georgia. There's a Republican secretary of state there. And the two Republican Senate candidates are like, you should resign. <laughs> and he's like, for what? I've just been counting the votes. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, baseless conspiracy theories, man. It's terrible. Now, Charlamagne mentioned New York City. And New York's in a bad place right now. And, you know, there was rumors that you were thinking about running for mayor of New York. Is that still an option? That's still something you're thinking about? Or... Is that still a possibility? He just answered that crazy? No, but no, because he didn't say. He said, I got a Georgia. But after Georgia, is that still on his mind? After Georgia, we're going to make a big decision. I will say that I love New York City. I was just in New York City uh, this past weekend seeing Dave Chappelle for SNL. So Dave uh, uh, invited me and Evelyn, which was freaking fantastic. Imagine owing your wife like a million date nights, which I do. Um, and then being able to say, like, hey, do you want to go to SNL to see Dave Chappelle? Did y'all but, drink the mushroom tea? Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure what they were drinking back there. But uh, <laughs> we, um, but being, like, uh, in the heart of New York on a Saturday night at Rock Center and seeing the boarded-up stores on Fifth Avenue mm-hmm. and the rest of it, it's heartbreaking. Uh, we need to do a lot more for New York City, uh, and I'm certainly going to do everything I can to help New York. Um, as soon as as soon as this Georgia race is up, how did you and Chappelle get so tight? I know he endorsed you uh, when you ran for president, but how did y'all, you know, form that type of relationship that y'all have now? He's inviting you to come see him at SNL. It's the bonding effect of campaigning together. I think 
uh, Charlemagne, because Dave came out. So we we first connected in uh, California. He was out there, I was out there, and we just sat down for an hour, which was fun for me because he's my favorite comedian, and I was just like, well, this is great. But you know, you you have you don't have like frankly that high hopes where someone like him is going to drop everything and then go to Iowa and South Carolina and campaign for you. But that's what he did. So then, if you're hanging out together in Iowa, backstage in Ames. Uh, your teams are getting together, you're filming stuff together. So Dave's not someone who does things halfway. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, look, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go and make the case to the people in Iowa. He knocked on doors and called people in South Carolina. He did multiple shows for the campaign and then donated every dollar of the the, the show's revenue uh, to an organization that was supporting me. Wow. Uh, so if, if you go through that kind of thing with someone, then you become friends. And uh, I'm incredibly grateful to Dave. I went to Ohio uh, for one of his shows and celebrated his birthday in the summer. Uh, and so we've just become friends uh, in a really organic way, and I'm super grateful for it. Oh, you definitely had the mushroom tea then. <laughs> you know, Dave's pretty, uh, you know, like... Uh, people people want to want to partake. They can partake, but if they don't, <laughs> he's not really much of like a you know a peer, peer pressure guy that way. He doesn't peer yeah, pressure. Yeah. He didn't answer your question, Charlemagne. By the way, he didn't say yes or no, so he's gonna leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it was. I gotta say, to have that experience with Evelyn was so fun because we go back there, and it wasn't just Dave. It was an historic episode of SNL. So there, like Chris Rock was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a bunch of other people were there. Chris, I guess, is hosting this weekend. Um, uh, and it felt like history. It was wild because Dave kind of bookended the Trump presidency. You know, we all remember him uh, ringing the, the the Trump era in yeah. four years ago and now rang it out. Question, what, what does Donald Trump have on Republicans? Why are they so scared to stand up to him? Or as, or as, as uh, Joe Biden says, mildly intimidated by him. Why? Right now, it's it's practical uh, power considerations where there are a lot of Trump voters in Georgia and so that they actually there are some people on record saying, look, we just got to play along with this Trump thing until Georgia votes on January 5th so that the Trump voters come out and force for him, because oh. if they lose the Senate, then they're like, oh, snap. So like privately, the Republicans know Trump's lost and Joe's president. That's that. Uh, but there's like a powerful political reason for them to play along, unfortunately. And it's terrible for the country. Are you afraid that anything could happen that could reverse the results of this election? I am not. Uh, this thing's a done deal. It's a wrap. Joe's going to be president. Everyone's just like playing along with Trump until Jan 5. All right, we got more with Andrew Yang, Yang, Gang. When we come back, so don't move, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Andrew Yang. Charlemagne? Can Congress step in and stop Trump from firing people like the defense secretary and the Pentagon's top policy official? Because isn't that leaving the country vulnerable by firing all those people? This is a very vulnerable period for the government because you have a completely checked out executive who's arguing for an alternate version of reality. He's firing, uh, you know, like senior defense officials and the rest of it. Um, but there is very little that Congress can do because by the the Constitution, the law, like he's president, mm-hmm. and it, it's in his power to do whatever the president can do until he's not the president anymore and he's sworn out. Um, so no one really considered this possibility pre-Trump where you you have this very strong tradition of outgoing presidents saying, well, lost, I concede, all right, let's talk to the new new folks and like uh, do a handoff. But officially, he's the president until he's not. I'm starting to realize uh, the Constitution is a very flawed document. Uh, yeah. Like, it needs to be updated. It needs to be updated and modernized so badly 
the founders imagined it as like a living document and now we all freaking worship it like oh like it was in tablets i mean it wasn't like you know like, like they were they were very very you know capable guys but guys but they they said look like update this thing and and now and this is actually to me an emblem of what's gone wrong in america is like you look up and like we haven't modernized a lot of stuff and then people just argue that you can't change it uh, and so we're decades behind the curve on changing many things. Um, and uh, the treatment of this transition uh, ideally would be one of them. But there's so many other things, you know. I mean, I, I'm for modernizing the Supreme Court. Like, lifetime appointments make no sense. Uh, I agree. Like, having 80-something-year-olds, like, linger on the court uh, because you're afraid they're going to, you know, be replaced by the, the other team. I mean, that's messed up. That There are so many things that you could improve if you actually got your act together and looked at it. The great fear I have, and, and it's played out for the stimulus bill, is that our government doesn't really work anymore. And the, the numbers I've been throwing out there, Congress right now has a 21% approval rating. Like everyone's unhappy. Incumbents have a 94% win rate. So think about those two numbers. It's like you can do a terrible job and we can all hate it, but you're going to win. Uh, and so that that's why a lot of the change that we want is has not been coming. Yang, don't you think um, progressives and, and, and centrist Democrats need to have like a peace summit? Like y'all need to like sit down and have a, 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 I think a public powwow and just have a conversation amongst each other, don't you think? Oh yeah, Democrats should 100% be doing better. Mm -hmm. The fact that we are that this was so tight uh, that we lost seats in the House that we didn't get the Senate should be a massive wake up call to Democrats that yes. this is not going well. That what we are doing right now is not working. If it wasn't for COVID, uh, Donald Trump probably would have won re-election easily. I, I think. think. Objectively, that seems to be the case. That, that should be, a, again, a massive wake-up call. I certainly am taking it to heart, very deeply to heart. It sh it's shaken me up. Uh, you know, like I, I campaigned around the country. I was surprised that there was an extra 5 million Trump voters that came out uh, between 2016 and 2020. That surprised me. You know, you know what, you know what, what? it is? It's centrist Dems, I don't want them to think that the large voter turnout in 2020 was because people love Joe Biden. I feel like progressives are the present and future centrist dems are, are are the past to me in a lot of ways and i think unless centrist dems connect with progressives i think the future of the democratic party is bleak the the problem for centrist dems is they're arguing for a status quo that is not working for most people Boom. you know so that, that's like that's kind of a terrible place to be and they need to actually have like some kind of positive agenda that translates to how folks are living life you know, you, you asked a question about President-elect Biden. I can't remember what I saw you say, but you said, um, you know, you asked how is he going to improve the reality on the ground for the families in Ohio, Iowa, places that Democrats used to be competitive in, and now they're less competitive. What, what did you mean by that? I think Democrats have gotten way too caught up in messaging and not caught up enough in what's going on in the average small town yes. in the Midwest. Like, if the quality of life in that small town is going to sh then even if you come in and you know like you have like a positive unifying message they'll be like look my kids addicted to opiates uh, my store closed my plant closed uh like my town is dying uh whatever is going on is not good for me and mine and and trump came in and said hey things are terrible for you so let's throw rocks, blame the other people, blame the other guys, which is obviously a non-solution. It does not help anything. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's a more appealing message to folks who, whose towns are sinking into the mud than things are working, like I'm, I'm sane, I'm competent, like let, let's all get along. Again, it goes back to what you said before about the centrist Democrats. The status quo is a loser. 
You know, like the the fact is Trump represented change in 2016 and somehow perversely enough i think he still managed to represent change in 2020 i have no idea how we pulled that trick given that he was the incumbent president um but a a lot of folks in ohio and iowa are seeing their way of life deteriorate uh and they're looking for answers i can answer the question of why he still was able to pull that trick off in 2020 it's because of who he was running against it's because Joe Biden has been in government for so long, and he's got a long, over, a, what, a 50-year history, you know, of, of, of being in government. So I think that's what it was. That was part of it, for sure, where Joe represents a return to normalcy. Uh, and there are many Americans who wanted to return to normalcy. And as you all know, I backed Joe and campaigned for him, and I'm so glad that he and Kamala are heading the White House. Um, but what but is normal, right- Yang? What is normal for... A black man, uh, normal for a black oh, woman, or, or even an Asian man in America. What's normal? That's what I'm saying is that uh, normal has not been working for a lot of people. And that's the painful reality that centrist Dems need to confront is like, why why are people so dispirited, so angry, both in and outside of the party? There are a lot of people who voted for Joe Biden. I suspect you, you two might have uh, might resemble this, who also are like, yo, Democratic Party, like, you know, get it together. Like what what you're doing right now is not working for me and mine and my community. And we we might support you because the alternative in this case was Donald Trump, uh, but you gotta give us more. Uh, And if they give more, then I think they might be able to beat the next Trump. If they don't give more, they probably lose to the next Trump. And the next Trump uh, might be worse than this Trump was. He might be competent and malignant and like effective, whereas uh, Trump was kind of this uh, blundering narcissist buffoon. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Andrew Yang. You know, we've been doing this for the homecomings all morning long. So let's get into another mix. This is a HBCU homecoming mix. So earlier today, it was the Pepsi HBCU marching band experience. Uh, later on today, uh, Angela Yee is doing the Ulta beauty panel with Lala and uh, her and a host of others. And then also later on this evening, the HBCU homecoming party on the yard presented by McDonald's. I'll be kicking it with uh, Lil Baby, Saweetie, Big Sean, and Khalid will be performing. Louis V will be DJing, all right? So let's get into another homecoming mix. Let me know what HBCU you went to. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was an HBCU mix. We're doing those little mini mixes all morning long. Now let's get back to our interview with Andrew Yang. Now, Charlemagne? How much do Democrats owe black people, Yang? Uh, They owe them the entire democracy, the country, uh, this win, Joe and Kamala being poised to become the next president or vice president. I mean, uh, you know, that there's, owe you everything, you know, because like you said, everything was on the line with this election. So if you were sitting down, if you were part of the cabinet, which you might end up being, you know, how would you tell that administration to address, like, let's just say the racial wealth gap for, for black and white people in this country? I would say we need to put cash into people's hands in a very big, dramatic way. Uh, and that would have an enormous impact on communities of color, first and foremost, because like they're not, uh, communities of color are often operating from a lower base. <laughs> you know, it's like you come in and you start giving a thousand bucks a month, uh, like I was proposing, or $2,000 a month is what, uh, there's an emergency money for the People Act in Congress that has 41 co-sponsors. And anyone who looks at the $1,200 that people got you should know that's a very, very small fraction of the $2.2 trillion CARES Act. Uh, like the, the $1,200 checks we got added up to maybe something like 6% of the uh, $2.2 trillion. So where'd the other 94% go? Not us. 
Would you call that reparations or would you call it universal basic income? I'd call it universal basic income, which I see as a step uh, that would prepare us for uh, grappling with the legacy of slavery and reparations. I, I got a couple more questions. T tell me what's the Muhammad Ali Boxing Reform Act? Because I've been seeing you uh, throwing jabs at Dana White a little bit. So there, there are two related uh, industries, the WWE and the UFC. Uh, well, they're not industries, they're companies, but mm -hmm. they're both quasi-monopolies and they're both exploiting workers at very, very high levels. And the WWE, they're saying, you're an independent contractor, even though I control every aspect of your life. I actually, one of them sent me the contract. It's crazy. It, like the summary is we own you, um, but you're somehow still an independent <laughs> contractor. We don't have to pay for your health care, your travel, like retirement benefits, time off. What? Like, like we don't have to do any of that. So they own the like name, the, the, the rights and everything to the name and everything. So pretty much you don't get anything but that little fee that you get and that's it. Yeah, and, and even now they're saying you can't even be on Twitch, can't be on Cameo. Like, some of these people are making their living off of wow. Twitch and Cameo. Wow. And the WWE came in and, like, we own that too. Uh, and and wow. so you have to go in and fix that with the National Labor Relations Board action saying, look, Vince, this is ridiculous. Like, you can't call them independent contractors if you're controlling every aspect of their, their lives and careers. Number two, the Ali Act is for the UFC. The UFC... Uh, should not be controlling rankings and belts uh, and then also be the promoter. Uh, so why is a boxing payday tens of millions of dollars and a UFC payday has historically been much lower? And if you look at lower level UFC fighters, they're making chicken scratch relative to it. I mean, the UFC at this point is a multi-billion dollar org and you have fighters on TV, on ESPN, making like $16,000 or $32,000, like, like stuff that you just could not make a living on really. Uh, and uh, right now, Fighters are getting about 15% of revenues. In major sports, it's 50%. And one reason that is is that they essentially have a, a stranglehold on everything. Um, so the Ali Act would change that, where MMA would get treated like boxing, where the promotion can't uh, both control the rankings and the purse like and uh, the promotion. Like, you actually separate it out. How the hell do you have time to care about that with all that's going on I in the world? <laughs> I'm a I'm a fight fan, you know. I watch that stuff, and so oh, like you know, I just feel bad when I see human beings exploited. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, another thing you'd throw in this category: NCAA athletes. Like they should be getting paid. Absolutely. Like, Pretty much, when I see exploitation on TV, it pisses me off. Like we're we're being entertained, but we're like, wait a minute, these kids are generating millions for the these schools and the broadcasters and the rest of it, and like they they can't get paid like anything for you know autographing jerseys, whatever it is. Like it's crazy. Same thing is true in these other industries. So when I see it, it pisses me off. That's right. We're going after love and hip hop next. They exploit people on reality TV all the time. See that one? I don't know enough about. Okay. So listen, does Donald Trump end up in jail when all of this is over? I don't think he ends up in jail. I think worst case he would end up um, hanging out in another country. <laughs> like, really? Trumping it up in broadcasting. I, I think that would be the move if, before he winds up in prison. Don't you have to, though, like to show people like you can't just break the law, like there's nobody above the law? Don't you almost have to pursue charges against him in some way? Oh, what I'm saying is there's the pursuit of charges is one thing, but, you know, like Donald Trump would be much more likely to fly the coop to someplace we don't have an extradition treaty. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you, expect charges to be, you expect charges to be brought up against him? Oh, I certainly think there's going to be various civil actions for sure. I don't know about criminals. So civil actions would be some of the financial dealings. Mm -hmm. Apparently he owes people hundreds of millions of dollars, so people will be coming for that. Word. Well, Yang, yeah, thank yeah, we you, man. appreciate you for checking in, brother.
appreciate you guys. I didn't know it was going to be a Breakfast Club reunion, like, which made me happy. <laughs> uh, really, I appreciate the heck out of you guys. And you should know that, like, I'm thinking about New York City very seriously about uh, the, just the fact that people are suffering. And if there's something I can do to help, I'm going to look at it very hard. Yeah, run for mayor in New York. That would help extremely. And not to tap your pockets, right? But, you know, every year, you know, you donate it. We do this thing called Change for Change. And this year, what we're doing a little differently is instead of finding an organization to donate the money to, we're actually going to find people who need it. So somebody who might be able to, can't afford formula, we might give them some money to pay for formula. You know, somebody who, let's say, they can't pay their car note or, or needs help on their mortgage or needs help or whatever, we're going to hit individual people and just give money to them. Yeah, like you, you, gave, know, like you I, gave the million to the Bronx. Yeah, you know I love that. We're up to $10 million now. Wow. Um, not all to the Bronx, um, but you can. But I, I obviously love people helping people. Like uh, I'll put five thousand dollars into that right now. Okay. Um, all right. And then, uh, yeah. And so that'll be me personally. About like you said, Charlemagne, my work is doing everything I can to help because there, there's a lot of need right now. Okay. Well, thank you, Andrew Yang, for that five grand. We That's appreciate right. it. And we need no you, Yang. Don't be a stranger, man. Don't we need your voice. Like I want to keep our audience engaged with politics, even when it's not elections happening. Maybe I'll see you guys in Georgia. We'll do it again. Definitely. Um, definitely. But maybe I'll see you guys down there. Definitely. All righty. Thank you. All right, Yank. Unless you're done, man. Huh? Shout out to Dramos, though. Um, Dramos, Dramos and Dan was just in here saying how attractive they are to Andrew Yang. They were I like, said. really? You were saying it. how much y'all love him. His conversation was good. I like his conversation. That's how it starts. Shut up, man. Goodness gracious. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk for real. <laughs> Goodness gracious. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, Pharrell has his own skincare line. It's called Human Race, and it will be out on November 25th. You know, everybody talks about Pharrell and how he is forever youthful looking, and when he was on The Breakfast Club, we discussed it. I need to know why the hell you have not aged in 20-plus years. <laughs> I really do believe in, like, uh, exfoliating, though. Have you seen the meme that showed you from, like, 15 years ago to now? It's hilarious. And have you, and your even your hairline, bro. <laughs> you seem a little jealous. It's not I'm not jealous. Episode. I just want to know. Like, share the secrets, my brother. The no, there's line, no... The hairline's definitely hereditary. I don't think <laughs> you look can, No one can help your hairline. Shut yeah. Up. Are you vegan? <laughs> 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 you know, vegan, so are you? quick. You're not vegan, are you? Nah. Okay. No, sir. You, you do sound a lot jealous, bro. That was nothing jealous. <laughs> I was complimenting the brother. That's what's wrong with y'all black people. <laughs> you niggers think everything is jealousy and envy. All right? I was you complimenting the brother. Okay. okay? Well, how you half of black people. Who's half? All right, well. You and Angela. No, I'm not half. Oh, you're Dominican, my fault. I'm not Dominican. Yeah, G. Well, the first products will be a rice powder cleanser, Ooh. a lotus enzyme exfoliator, mm. humidifying cream, routine pack, and yeah, you can get those things. And he also is looking forward to a human race Fenty collab in the near future. I love a good exfoliation. Okay, salute to my dermatologist, Dr. Natasha Sandy. But um, yes, I mean, that just makes so much sense for... Uh, Pharrell to have that. I wonder how much of that is actual products and just genetics, though. I'd love to see, like, his That's true. parents, his grandparents. You know what I mean? Wait, so, mm -hmm. so you get how many facials do you get a week? I don't get facials. Um, I've got, I get <laughs> chemical pills, though. I've had chemical pills before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you got to take care of yourself. You only got one one body. You're right. You only got Listen, one I've skin. always taken care of my skin my whole life because, you know, you just can't use regular soap on your face. Some people do that. And you have to use things that are specific for your face. Your skin is just different there. You also have to use, like, stuff for under your eyes. <laughs> Everything. Duck, duck, duck. <laughs> 
Well, you know the thing is, uh, yeah, Envy Brooklyn. don't Envy don't really wash his face that much anymore because he don't want to wash that Beijing off. You know what I'm saying? So I he, wash my face. He might wash his face twice like a day. every three days in the morning and night before I go to sleep. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Not with that paint. It's no paint. All right, now Jordan Brand has introduced auto lacing <laughs> Air Jordans. Those are dope. So Can't it's the Air Jordan 11 Adapt. Hmm. If you guys are interested in that, so. I think that's gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. Auto lacing sneakers. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I mean, it all came from Back to the Future. Those kicks that when they came out, mm-hmm. they're going for like fifty, sixty grand. So everybody's been adapting it. They've been doing it a lot recently, but I think the Jordan ones look dope. The Levens gonna look dope. They actually look. They do look nice. They released mm-hmm. December thirtieth, and the price hasn't officially been announced. But according to news sources, they say it'll be five hundred dollars. This country is December so lazy. December thirtieth. It's just lazy, mm-hmm. and I bet you it's gonna wow. cost an extra hundred dollars or something just because people don't want to tie their shoes. Yeah, that's I mean, they said $500 lazy. for those sneakers, but that's $500? Yeah. That's retail, so <laughs> that's imagine retail. they're going to they're gonna release on that sneakers app, and I'm sure it's going to sell out Just because you know, you're too lazy to tie your shoes. <laughs> that's literally crazy. what it is. You're just too lazy to tie your shoes, so you're going to spend $500. No way, Jose. All right, well, that is your uh, no way, <laughs> rumor report. I'm <laughs> Jose. <laughs> no way, Tyrone. Okay, there you go. That sounds better. All right, well, who are you giving that donkey to, man? <laughs> What are you snorting there? Uh, we need, exactly we need, that was gross. We need Governor Ron DeSantis to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. <laughs> All right. Show's got weird this morning. I ain't gonna front. All oh, right. This morning? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Just this morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee, and there's nothing better than getting something customized, especially when it comes to auto coverage. The General Insurance gives you customized coverage with a payment plan and due date that works for your schedule. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Uh, it does get exhausting. Uh, donkey of the day for Friday. Uh, th- what's today? Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday what? What's today? Oh, yes. Donkey today for Thursday, November 12th, goes to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. But today is bigger than Florida because what Governor Ron DeSantis has done in Florida is indicative of what these politicians are capable of all around the country. Not just politicians, people. Okay, people who are invested in the oppression and extermination of other people. I don't know how many times I've told y'all this week, but nothing has changed in this country except the administration. And that doesn't change until January 20th. Officially, we can jump for joy and celebrate the fact that uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are the Madam Vice President and President-elect of America. But always remember, this is still America. Okay, this is why I get befuddled when I hear people say this new administration is a return to normal. What the hell is normal? Okay, when has America ever been normal for anybody except white people? Okay, once again, because I keep repeating this, Donald Trump wanted to make America great again. Uh, America was never great for everybody. Joe Biden wants to build back better. We don't need to build anything back. We need something new, period. And Governor Ron DeSantis, what he's doing in Florida, further proves my point. Okay, let me just tell you the headline before I play you the news report. I just want to tell you the headline, and I want to see how this makes you feel. 
Florida's governor drafts laws that would allow people to shoot looters. I repeat, Florida's governor <laughs> drafts laws that would allow people to shoot looters. Okay? Anti-mob legislation. That's what it is. To expand on the stand-your-ground law. The same law that got that demon in the flesh, George Zimmerman, uh, off when he murdered Trayvon Martin. Uh, the law that Governor Ron DeSantis proposed allows people to shoot looters, which the draft for the bill uh, defines as burglary within 500 feet of a violent or disorderly assembly. That's what they call looting. Okay? Ron DeSantis also wants to make it a third-degree felony to block traffic during a protest and offer immunity to drivers who accidentally kill or injure protesters, okay? How do you accidentally kill or injure a protester with a whole car? Okay, I'm asking a serious question. Y'all know I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. I just want to know, how do you accidentally kill or injure a protester with your car? You can see them, okay? They are right in front of you. Large crowd, signs. Was the car attack in Charlottesville, West Virginia, an accident? Okay, when that neo-Nazi white supremacist James Alex Fields Jr. deliberately drove his car into a crowd that was protesting a, a Unite the Right rally, I believe it was, and killed Heather Heather uh, Heyer? Was that an accident? Okay, I feel like Ron DeSantis is trying to implement this law to, 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 to make it one, to justify it. Oh, let me tell you some other things in this bill. They want to enhance criminal penalties for people involved in violent or disorderly assemblies, and they want to withhold state funds from local governments that cut law enforcement funding. So basically any local government that uh, cut law enforcement funding, um, you know, to fund the police, you know, they just not going to get no money, I guess. You, you can't make this kind of stuff up. And I know y'all don't take me serious because I got a lisp, but let's go to the Huffington Post for the report, please. Governor Ron DeSantis has drafted a bill that critics say could have damaging consequences. According to the Miami Herald, the governor's so-called anti-mob legislation is an expansion of Florida's stand-your-ground law, a law that means that you can't be charged for killing someone if you're in fear for your life. Those who oppose it say expanding the law could give armed people the legal right to fatally shoot suspected looters or anyone damaging a business. This new push is reportedly in response to police brutality protests that happened in Florida and across the nation this year. The Miami Herald also says the legislation would make it a third-degree felony to block traffic during protests, mm. give immunity to drivers who claim to unintentionally hurt or kill protesters blocking traffic, and withhold state funds from cities that cut police budgets. The Miami Herald says that this legislation draft has been sent to Florida's House Judiciary Committee. This isn't nuts to nobody but me. Y'all don't find this extremely crazy? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, our queen, our leader, Tamika Mallory, tried to tell us we are in a state of emergency. Ron DeSantis has long threatened to introduce the strongest pro-law enforcement, anti-rioting, anti-looting legislation anywhere in the country. This government, government officials, would rather implement laws that threaten the lives and safety of people protesting and fighting against injustice instead of implementing laws that stop the injustice. How do you find a way to further victimize victims instead of finding a way to make sure there are just simply no more victims? Do you know how many white supremacists, neo-Nazi, crack-ass, cracker vigilantes will be taking advantage of these laws? Salute to uh, Denise Georges, a former prosecutor in Miami-Dade County. She said, uh, she said the same. She said it allows for vigilantes to justify their actions and it allows for death to be the punishment for a property crime. And that is cruel and unusual punishment. She continues to go on and say we cannot live in a lawless society where taking a life is done so casually and recklessly. So, man, 
Just think about it. Now you got police, you know, taking our lives recklessly. And when folks in Florida go out to protest, those deaths, they can be killed too. See, I agree. Uh, damage to property shouldn't be a death sentence. But also, I don't trust that y'all know the difference between peaceful protesters and looters. Not to mention Pro. Y'all really need to study the FBI's war on the civil rights movement and ask yourself, if these things are still happening, of course they are. Okay, COINTELPRO's sole purpose was to disrupt and destroy a wide range of protest groups. All uh, Ron DeSantis is doing is continuing an age-old tradition of neutralizing black activists, and not just black activists, any activist who is standing up for the injustice that black people are facing at the hands of white supremacists in this country. This is terrible. Okay, what if a cop kills somebody unjustly in Florida? You know, when these laws are implemented, uh, the people can't mobilize and protest without fear of being killed because they were mistaken for a looter or because a looter destroyed a property. And since you 500 feet from that property, you can be shot. If you're blocking traffic, a car can run you over without any punishment. Like, I really feel sorry for our folks on the ground. And I truly, honestly don't understand how they create so much legislation for the people fighting the injustice, but they're not creating no legislation to protect us from the injustice that we experience at the hands of the police. If y'all think for one second, (laughs) <laughs> that Donald Trump not being the president anymore is going to change anything, then you don't know America, okay? Our leader, Tamika Mallory, was absolutely right. America, we are in a state of emergency. These people will create laws to protect buildings before they create laws to protect black bodies. Our queen, Tamika Mallory, said it the best. Let me remind you. We are in a state of emergency. Black people are dying in a state of emergency. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother, George Floyd. They're burning down because people here in Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. And we are not responsible for the mental illness that has been inflicted upon our people by the American government, institutions, and those people who are in positions of power. I don't give a damn if they burn down Target. Because Target should be on the streets with us calling for the justice that our people deserve. Dropping the clues, bounce to Tamika Mallory. That our people deserve. Black, listen, man, black people just want to be treated and protected like your buildings. Please let Remy Ma give Florida Governor Ron DeSantis the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? This is Bree. Hey, Bree, what's your question for you? My question is, how do you break it to your best friend that you know her husband is cheating on her and they have three kids together? They've been married almost four years now, and you know for a fact that he's cheating on her and you just really don't know how to break it and you're scared to break up their family. Man, I had to do that before. <laughs> it was a very similar situation. I saw my friend's husband out on a date late at night with somebody else and she was pregnant at the time so how do you know for sure that he's cheating well for one i'm 
engaged to his brother and he has tried to hit on me multiple times. He's tried to have sex with me. He's tried to, you know, he makes sexual comments. He does a lot of things. And then he's also done it to a mutual friend of ours, mine and hers. Mm. I know this. Now, if it was you, right, and somebody knew this about you and your man, would you want them to tell you? Absolutely. And I just feel bad. It's just kids involved, you know, right. and I would I just tell don't know how to, I mean, I want to tell her. I just don't know how to break it to her. Right. Man, and that is a tough one. And you're right. You do have a responsibility, and I get it. Like, you're, you feel like you're breaking up the family. But you know who's breaking up the family? He is. Exactly. So it's not your fault. And I think, um, you know, he'll probably deny it, and maybe she'll believe him and won't be friends with you anymore. The question is, can you give her solid proof? I'll have to dig. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll have to dig and get some proof to back up my statement for sure. Because you know he'll deny it. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's always he's already you know threatened you know I better not say nothing and all this and that because I turned him down and um, made him feel real small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? So. You should even, you should let him know. I would look. I'll put my phone in my pocket. I'm just keeping it real. What I would do, put my phone in my pocket and record it and be like, I'm gonna tell my friend that you've been coming on to me and that you've been saying you know I better not tell and making these threats. And I know you did this to a mutual friend as well. So if you want to tell her before I do. And yeah. his response. And then but, I've got his brother. Mm-hmm. It's his brother that I'm with, too. So there's going to be a conflict there. So, so I you be haven't ready. told him either? You haven't told your man? No. All right. no, this just recently happened. Yeah, girl, you need to. But I will say this. Get some evidence. That's what I'm going to say, like, for real, because he's going to deny it to exactly. everybody. And you might end up being the one that looks like you out of your mind. So Exactly. Well, thank you so much. All right. That's a tough one. You have a good one. You too. Uh, it is for sure. All right. Ask you, you too now, mama. If you got more questions or a question for ye, 800-585-1051. Now let's get back into the HBCU homecoming mood. Let's get into another HBCU mix. All morning long, we've been repping for our HBCUs. We had the Pepsi HBCU marching band experience. Uh, then uh, at 3 o'clock, we have Ulta Beauty Panel with ye, her, and Lala and a host of others. And then later on tonight at 5 o'clock, we had the party on the yard with Louis V, me, Lil Baby, Big Sean, Saweetie, and Khalid. All right? Well, keep it locked. Let's get into the mix. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Oh, this is Rico. Hey, Rico. What's your question this morning? So yesterday was my anniversary, and um, I did not do what she wanted me to do, if that makes sense. What did you do? We just we just went out and got about to eat. But, you know, I know she kind of wanted a vacay or, uh, you know, a little bit away or something. You know, something more romantic. All right, she wanted you to plan something. And why didn't you? Uh, just, I don't know. Just with the pandemic and with everything, I, I didn't think we could really get out and do anything. And it was the middle of the week. And I just need to be more, like, more better at doing that, you know? And I'm, okay, I'm so you can, you can acknowledge that. Okay, but that just happened. So now what are you going to do? Well, her birthday is coming up, and then Christmas season is coming. So I, I definitely want to just 
I don't know. But she 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 shows me things on Pinterest and Instagram. So maybe I should just like dig in there and order some of these yeah. things and get her some of these things here. But at the same time, she has everything. I, I've given her. You know what I mean? Like. It's not about that, though. It's about thoughtful things. Sometimes we take people for granted just because you're like, oh, well, every day is a special day. But if you know it means a lot to her and she deserves it, then, yes, she does want you to sow some thoughtfulness. Yeah, Yeah, I think every man thinks his wife deserves everything. But at what what point do you stop buying things? You got to, you got to, I don't know. I think I think I need to take her on a trip on it. Right, you want she wants an experience. It's not about you buying her things. She wants you to plan. She wants an experience that the two of you will remember for the rest of your lives. Yeah, year after year, it gets tough though. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you run out of things to, to do sometimes. Well, let me give you an example of something that you could do, being that you kind of dropped the ball this last time. You're right. We are in the middle of a pandemic, but why not plan ahead? You know what's a great idea? If you are like okay. Hopefully things will be, you know, will be able to travel at least by next year. So what you can do is in advance purchase a week-long trip somewhere, at least by the flights, reserve a room. You don't have to pay for the room right now. A lot of times these flights are a lot cheaper than they normally are. And you can let her know this is going to be happening on that date. I love having something to look forward to. So while it might not happen right now, at least you're giving her something like, guess what, we're going to Hawaii or wherever it is that you decide to take her. And she has something that she can be excited about and start planning for now. And as a gift, you can actually get her a few things, like maybe get her a beach bag filled with some things that you can use for the trip when it does happen. Yeah, I, I get that. I think I you don't think, sound very you know, enthusiastic. Because, because you like, I hear like I ask you a question and then you walk me through it. You know what I mean? And and, and that's good. But I I want to like I guess I call to say like after year after year like. Like Charlemagne, Envy, if they there, like to tell me, y'all been with y'all girls for ten years. Like, ten. how do you? Oh, oh, I've been, I've been with my. Yesterday was our tenth, our ninth uh, anniversary. I've been, I've been with mine for twenty two. I've been with mine for twenty two yeah, years. Well, okay, well, I've been with her since seventeen, but we we've, we've been married since eleven, eleven, eleven. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like we we've been together forever though. We got a big family. We got three kids. We we got a nice family. Uh, I'm just trying to find ways to do more. And I listen to you guys every day, so I always call in. And, you know what I mean? This is something current for us. And I'm just trying to get that spark bigger than gifts, bigger than scripts, bigger than just I'm trying to keep it going so we could be married for 50, 100 more years. You know what I mean? So I could, I could, she could you know what I mean? We could be together. But you have to stop thinking that it's just material things. These are about you being thoughtful and paying attention to what she likes. It could be something that costs $5 if you knew she wanted it and she's excited. It could be her favorite candy that y'all had when you had a trip to the movies. It could be anything. You can do little thoughtful things. You can pick a movie at home to watch and have a movie night at home and get a whole bunch of stuff that, like you're in the movie theater for you and the kids. You can do things like that. You just have to be thoughtful and stop looking at it like material things and trips. I want to do more. No, what more? Or is that she wants you to put some care and some time and pay attention? Thanks. You sound just like her. Well, it sounds like she told you exactly what <laughs> she needs. It's called the Why basics, she... you bastard. <laughs> you sound just like her. She that... to breathe and, eat and drink water. I think what's important is if she's telling you exactly what it is that she needs, then it's not yeah. that hard. You just have to listen and don't be so stubborn. Yeah, definitely. I hear you all. 
I love y'all show. And I want you to and I want you to sound like you enjoy it when you're doing these things, man. You sound like yeah, you're depressed. I'm just, I'm just smoke, I just smoked the big fat blunt, so I mean I'm a little I'm in my mode, but I hear you and I'm on it's uh I'm just glad I got him on with y'all. I love y'all show and uh hey, by okay. the way I'm in Florida. And uh, of course, that, what y'all just reported about the uh, stand your ground. Yeah, a lot of people down here carry guns. I, I'm a barber, so you come in my business, I'm a, I'm gonna blow you down. And it's like if he puts in mm. something where oh this person was trying to hurt my business, which you, whatever kind of business you got, you're gonna have a case. You know what I mean? Or yep. I ran him over in my car. You're gonna have a case. But what the stances is, he he already. Was a was a bad dude. Like y'all talk about how the country divided. Florida is the head is the head of division. And uh, y'all should follow me on Twitter. I talk about it all the time. I'll tag y'all with some. You ain't even uh, shout out your Twitter name. Tag. You ain't even shout out your Twitter name, bro. Yeah, Izzo uh, most wanted Izzo on Twitter. Uh, Izzo underscore eighty five on Instagram. Uh, hashtag one gorilla. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna be looking, looking for you to post it. I'll be looking for you to post yeah, the special I'm things I'm that you're doing for your wife. I'm going to post something for my lady. Yeah, hopefully she don't hear me on that. I'm going to do it. Hopefully don't nobody report back to her. And I'm going to do something real special for her. I just want to return her to you. But y'all got me on. I love y'all. Peace, King. Okay. 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, we'll be talking about Mike Tyson and Boosie. Boosie reflects on that interview on Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing Podcast and tells us some behind-the-scenes things that we did not know. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. Oh, we are The up. Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Nobody wants to speak to me? Yes, good morning. And I just want to shout out to all the people for Change for Change that have been sending DMs and emails. You have to send that email if you want to get some money from The Breakfast Club um, on Thursday, courtesy of Pepsi, to bcchange, the number four, change.com. You cannot just email us. Mm -hmm. It has to go through that specific route for it to matter. So sending us an email won't matter. Sending us a DM won't matter. You have to go to bcchangeforchange.com. And ain't no homeboy hookups. Nope. Don't hit me up talking about, hey, man, let me call in. Nope. I ain't doing none of that. Trav, that means you. Trav already hit me. You did? He hit me too. It's not happening, buddy. My goodness. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk boosie. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, this Mike Tyson Boosie interview, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, went viral. And there were some moments on there. For instance, this one. Do you feel the possibility that you're a homosexual and you by disrespect them, you further yourself from being a homosexual or thinking you may like homosexuals? Nah, nah, I'm... I'm straight as an arrow. I'm just saying, you know, I really commented on on, on the Dwayne Wade situation yeah. because I got offended because because it's a child, you know. I'm just saying, hey, you know, I'm not judging you. Yeah. I'm, don't ever think I'm here judging you. I'm just trying to understand you. Yeah. You know? And, I, and I got some demons. You ain't in my world when it comes to demons. Sheesh. Okay. Well, Boosie is clarifying things on Vlad TV, and he talks about just basically the interview being kind of weird. When I got there, you know, when I got there, we got the interviewing. You know, it seemed like he was passionate about that situation. He kept going back to that situation. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm telling him, like, you know, like, 
I don't agree with it. But the interview was weird. I even went to asking him questions, you know, and uh, but they took a lot of stuff out the interview. But he was—he seemed like he was passionate about it. That interview wasn't weird. That interview was great. And people keep focusing on that moment, but that interview is so much deeper. It's a masterclass in male vulnerability and brothers being able to share their feelings. I thought that that, that conversation was incredible. Now, Boosie also talked about Mike Tyson's daughter because there were some things that we didn't see. His daughter came and interviewed me. She on something. I'm going to tell you what she on. So like, do you know what's going on in the transgender world right now? So I would tell her, do you know what's going on in, with black people right now? So basically... She was saying the things that she was passionate about, and I was saying the things that I was passionate about. And she couldn't feel me. And, and I guess she was saying I couldn't feel her, but I was telling her I have no ill wills towards that. So we didn't see eye to eye, so she got up and walked out. Wow. I wonder why they couldn't relate uh, when it came to the, to the black struggle. I mean, transgenders are black people too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, I, I, don't, right. I don't get it. People are people, man. Just let it be. We don't got to criticize That's a great conversation. somebody though. is. You should go watch the Mike Tyson Boosie conversation. It's really incredible. All right, and I do have to say a rest in peace to Mo3. He was shot and killed in Dallas. His real name is Melvin Noble, uh, and they said he was on the highway. And the shooting suspect is an adult black male who exited his dark sedan armed with a firearm, approached Mo3, who exited his stationary car and began running on the highway. The suspect then fired multiple shots and struck and killed him. They also struck an innocent bystander who was sitting in a separate car. That victim was transported to an area hospital with injuries that are non-life-threatening. So right now they do not have a motive for the shooting and the suspect does remain at large. So rest in peace to Mo3. He was only 28 years old. And our condolences to his family and friends. He's most famous for his collab with Boosie, in 2019, the Everybody remix. Yeah, rest and in he peace. also rest in has peace recorded three albums. Now, Boosie was on Twitter after this and said, Trill and Entertainment, F y'all and words. I'm lost for words. <sighs> My boy Mo3, see you when I get there. Stop calling and texting me. F you hoes. N-words, fake-ass family. All y'all can S-my-D. Y'all got a motive. effing with me anyway. S-a-D. So, yeah, Mo was, um, he was actually... At, in the conversation with uh, Mike Tyson and Boosie mm -hmm. as well. He was mm -hmm. there as yeah, well. Mike, Mike starts talking to him towards the end of it. So he got out of his car. He got shot at and got out of his car and was ran, you said? Yeah, they said he was running. I don't know why the cars were stopped, yeah, why they pulled you know, over, on 35. Happened? I have no idea what happened, but he did get out and run, according Damn. to the police. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. All Rest right, Nick Cannon and MTV is reportedly in talks to bring back Wild and Out. Just a FYI. It makes sense. And they said... Yeah, it could potentially happen. So, okay. you know, they, they said they do continue to follow Nick's journey. I'm impressed by how he's owned his mistakes. He's been an extended part of our family for almost 20 years and a personal friend of mine for almost half of that. That's um, Chris, Chris McCarthy. McCarthy speaking. Yes, the president. And he's leading by example, apologizing, trying to learn to understand and help others do the same. That's the kind of partner we want to work with. Hey, man, as Nikki Giovanni says, mistakes are a fact of life. It is the response to error that counts. Uh, I think Nick's response has been very mature, and um, a lot of people have learned from it. So I don't see why they wouldn't bring Wilder now back. All right. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, and let me send a rest in peace shout-out to DJ Spinbad. Uh, before this was Power 105.1, it, it was a hip-hop station. I'm, I'm not sure if they played country, if they played rock and roll, but it wasn't a hip-hop station. And when they switched formats from rock and roll to country to hip-hop, 
he was one of the main. Is that Jamming One Hundred Five? Yeah, Jamming One Hundred Five, whatever it was. <clears throat> he was the main DJ that started. It was him. It was Tony Touch and a DJ named Cut, and they were the DJs that were playing the hip hop and really brought the station to life. He passed away yesterday, so I just want to say uh, a rest in peace and condolences to his family. DJ Spinback. Rest in peace to Spinback. Mm-hmm. Rest also, in peace. He was also on Z100. The mix is on Z100, our sister station. So, rest, rest in, in peace. peace to DJ Spinback. And I want to salute uh, Sigma Gamma Row Sorority Incorporated. Okay? Founders Day is today. That's right. They're celebrating their 98th Founders Day today. Salute to all the ladies of the Royal uh, Blue and Gold. My niece LaPorsche hit me up, and she was in all capital letters demanding that I uh, salute to the Sigma Gamma Row Sorority Incorporated. Cause she says I, I told Envy to do it too. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say what she said. I don't want to start no beef. But she she said she's better. What what organization? She didn't say she was better. She's she what, just said I, she said I she said I lean a lot towards AKAs and Delta. So I need to show the Sigma Gamma Rose you do. some love. You definitely okay do. on their 98 Founders Day. So salute to all the ladies of the Royal Blue and Gold. Okay. And I don't know how to say shout out to the poodles. I don't know how to even do that. But it's, it's their poodles. It's the symbol. The poodles. Okay. I don't know how to say to it. I say, shout I mean, out to all you poodles. Just leave it alone. <laughs> just, <laughs> just leave it alone. I don't know how to do you're it. Good, so you're just good. Just salute to all the ladies of the Royal Blue and Gold. All right. What's their call? Sigma Gamma Row got a call? I don't know. I don't know. Don't do it. You can't do it. I don't even know anyway. what it is to do it. <laughs> I know, but even if you did, you couldn't <laughs> stop. You're not supposed to. <laughs> to the Sigma Gamma Rose. The all poodles. Right. <laughs> all right. The People's Choice Mix is up next. Revolt will see you tomorrow. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Cops are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Brought to you by NHTSA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, today we're celebrating all our HBCUs with a big homecoming party. We started off earlier today with Pepsi and the marching band competition hosted by Megan Thee Stallion and uh, Malik... Joe Charlemagne, yeah, Charlemagne. And then uh, Ulta Beauty, they did a panel mm-hmm. with Lala Yee, uh, her, and a host of others. And That's th- at three. Mm-hmm. And then at five today, we have the Party on the Yard. It was presented by McDonald's Black and Positively Golden. That's with Little Baby, myself, Little V, Louis V, uh, Big Sean, Saweetie, and Khalid. So tune into that tonight. That's all on our YouTube page, our YouTube channel. So check out the Breakfast Club YouTube channel and get your homecoming fix on. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do have a positive note, man. I just want to tell everybody out there that scrimp doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you thought you couldn't. The world is always going to be full of suffering, but it's also full of overcoming of suffering. Remember that. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?